0: Hello there, everybody. How we all doing? Welcome to episode thirty-two of Bento Box Game Podcast, where we talk about video games. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Nicholas Takanakis, and joining me, as always, is uh, Milk Boy himself, Jordan Malik. How you doing, Jordan?
1: I'm doing good. I'm I am excited because you started your the intro right at the thirty second mark, and that just makes me happy
0: uh wasn't on purpose, honestly.
1: I didn't think it was, but I'm still proud of you.
0: Yeah, no, actually, I got sidetracked. I was reading an email that I got from Wawa about they have uh, burgers and fries now, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> and I was like, oh wait a minute, we're about to start recording podcast. I should redo. I should you know focus myself a little bit. And here we are. Uh, how are you doing? how How was your, how was your week? You know, pretty uh, pretty darn good.
1: Like not not much to to complain about, honestly. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I I can't think of anything big, that, or like anything noteworthy to share that's happened to me. I fi- I finished three. I finally beat Champions Road. Actually, that's something I can actually three uh-huh. uh-huh. D world brag about. Yes, three D world. So the very nice. very last level of three D world. I f- finally beat it. I could never beat it on the Wii U, and I spent like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lives on the Wii U version. I just I just couldn't do it. I don't know why. I really don't. And, well, I mean, how old
0: are you when the Wii U one came out?
1: Uh, That was like seven years ago. So I, I was still, like, I was in my teens. I was like 15. Uh, yeah. Like there was no reason for me not to have beaten it at that. Like, and it was so frustrating. I was getting uh, like, I, I get like war flashbacks of me just like <laughs> yelling, being like, what am I doing wrong?
0: Why me? God
1: yes and like <laughs> you know like i would have like a video up of someone trying to do it and it's like why can't i do that
0: i need to apply this to what i'm doing
1: but it only took me like the uh, 200 tries this time
0: oh, there you go so yeah. substantially lower amount of time spent but you did it I that's mean, all that matters it's
1: in, it's an infinite amount of less time because I, oh, yeah. I probably spent less time and still beat it. You know, it wasn't like I had to surpass what I put into it last time. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just glad I, I beat it. I, I got up. I did like the LeBron James. I, I kid you <laughs> not. I did the LeBron James celebration of like the high knees and the push down. I, 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 I was pumped.
0: I can see you doing that. Oh, yeah. I can <laughs> see you doing that.
1: Well, because, you know, I had the dog with me. So, you know, I had to I had to be a showman.
0: Oh, well, yeah. You got to show the dog who's boss. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um,
1: well, how about you? How have you been?
0: Oh, pretty damn good. Uh, nothing crazy, I don't think, occurred this week. I don't know. I My memory is that of a goldfish, so, like, I could have done something rad during the week and been like, wait, what did I do? Um, no, I didn't really do anything much. I, I kind of stayed home on Saturday, just chilled. Didn't really do much of anything um one
1: thing that i that i do actually want to talk about though this isn't particular to it it it, we care about it but it doesn't involve either of us but uh daft punk uh has (laughs) has broken up and since retired for now
0: i mean the one the the, thomas exploded so i don't know if that's like a for now thing i'm I'm pretty sure that was then be like he is dead yeah (laughs) this is a this is a dead man (laughs) um yeah so yeah that came out this is taste Tuesday. Yeah, it came out yesterday. I'm pretty bummed about that. If I can like I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you did, I'm gonna, I'm going to talk a little bit about it. No, um, I, I want to. <laughs> yeah, cuz so like Daft Punk for me was one of the the formative bands or formative groups rather, I guess, not band that I listened to like growing up and has been one of those constant like you know how throughout your life you you like certain artists and then you kind of fall out of liking that artist and you like different ones um mm-hmm. uh, daft punk has always been that one constant to me
1: yeah
0: uh they started the year i was born so like i've literally grown up with them wow. um and i remember the first time i saw uh their music videos on toonami it was a music video for uh one more time and i was blown away and like what was wild about that is I remember seeing that vi- that music video when I was younger and then like not knowing who they were or what they were. And then like I stumbled upon them again, like years later, like, like towards the tail end of like grade school. And I was like, oh, this is that this is that group. Oh, my God. And then like just, you know, from there, followed them, obviously. Um, but yeah, just one of my all time favorite acts. They like it's when you see some of the stuff that I listen to most of the time, you can kind of tell where my musical tastes root back to. And like most of it is is them. I have most of their discography on vinyl and I just absolutely love them. I'm sad about it. But I mean, you know what? Honestly, like I was sad about it yesterday, but like the more I thought about it today, it was like they they ended on their own terms. They ended it out on top. Like, yeah. You know, there's some bands that like and some groups that overstay their welcome and just keep making stuff that's just like not representative of what that group is about. And oh, like, heck yeah, if if Random Access Memories is going to be their last album, then they went out with a bang.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: So. Yeah. I
1: mean, they just such a amazing discography, because like, you know, I can't think of one thing where they really like that, like. A lot of bands, especially that have been around and, like, actively making music for, like, 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. There's usually going to be a stinker in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, like, they don't really have that.
0: I mean, like, and their their earlier stuff is very jagged, very uh y kind of house stuff that is more things you would play live and then, like, mix with other things, but, like, it's still enjoyable. But, yeah, no, I was, that that, like, sent me... They the whole mood for my for me yesterday. So like yesterday sucked. But today's a little bit better. It's not as bad today. It's, yeah. it's the blow has been soft.
1: Yeah, I, I, I will always like vividly remember when I first started becoming. I didn't know about Daft Punk until I became friends with y'all. Like my only knowledge of them before that was that they were on Kanye West stronger. Uh, stronger. Yeah, they
0: sampled stronger.
1: Yeah, um, and like I didn't even know that that was them. I just knew the song. Uh, mm-hmm. So once I became friends with y'all and like I knew like, oh man, like they're in Daft Punk. I, sh- I should listen to this random access memory, whatever this is. And I specifically around the world, I would play that on repeat like that. That might have been my favorite song from a that song. Uh, they're they're quite, it's a great album. And that was probably just like my favorite of the bunch. And mm-hmm. like I. There's just so many, like, that. that's such a staple in like, a period of time for me. It was, like, I, I didn't get, like, you know, like, Daft Punk isn't something that was through my whole life, but it was very, uh came in at a very crucial time, you know?
0: Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And Music's funny like that. Music can really kind of come in when it needs to. I've found yeah. over my 27 years of life, like, sometimes, like, you'll be in a spot in your life and music, like, you'll discover something and it's like, holy shit, like, this is exactly what I needed at the moment so that's kind of what they've uh they they were that for me for sure yeah
1: I couldn't say that any better that's that's very beautifully said and it was there at the right time
0: yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens with them in the future I I have a a and this is just like a, a fanboy like oh they're gonna come back they're gonna make something I have a feeling that they have one more thing that is gonna come out before years end whether it be a like remix album or like, you know, like a small EP of maybe some finished stuff that they were working on for a new album and just decide to release it and just be like, here, this is like what we were working on and Mm -hmm. we're happy with this. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, you want to talk about some video games today? That might be a good idea. Yeah, this is a video game. (laughs) Um, So we got a shit ton of stuff to talk about. We got, we had Nintendo Direct. We had BlizzCon. PlayStation just randomly decided a bunch of uh dump a bunch of news on us today uh along with uh, an announcement of a state of play. Uh so let's dive into all that. Obviously the biggest thing in the last week is this well the biggest excitement anyway was around this Nintendo Direct. You and I watched it together, Jordan.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Um but I don't think I got your full opinion of like your overall opinion of the direct how did you enjoy it like did you did you was this did this satiate your year-long over year-long wait for a nintendo direct
1: it's 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 it, big fart noise like that's oh, yeah like pyra and mithra like why another sword fighter I mean, um, I like I, I get it. I get it that people yeah. like it and it, it makes them happy and this, that and the other thing. It's a good Nintendo IP, all that very popular in Japan, this, that and the other thing. But like, uh, I just feel like there are so many better and not even just from like the very populist picks like, you know, like I I am a firm believer in that. I don't think Crash will ever see Smash Bros because Nintendo doesn't have that fantastic history with the populace of what everyone is asking for. But there there are so many better and more unique like mid-tier cuts that I would have loved to see from.
0: Well, I mean, I think what the problem was with with Fighter Pass 2 is that I think Fighter Pass 1 kind of incorrectly set a tone that wasn't the true tone of what they wanted to do with characters for this game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in Fighter Pass 1, we got Joker... Um, fighter pass one is also, okay, hold on. This is actually, this is going to be really better. Uh, it is Joker hero, Banjo Kazooie. I thought that was the case. Yeah.
1: Terry and Byleth.
0: So you figure in that first fighter pass, right? Like the stinkers in that bunch are like Byleth. Nobody really cared about Byleth. Nobody cared about, um, Terry too, too much. I feel like, I feel like he kind of came and went, but like Joker and Banjo were like, huge like that was huge for them to come to 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 smash so i think a lot of people and like hero's cool like i hero brought up a lot of attention because people wanted to ban him and i feel incorrectly so because i don't really think there's any character in this roster currently that requires a ban Mm -hmm. um I like that heroes. There was he the Square Enix representative that I wanted over, like other than Final Fantasy. No, I was always a firm. I want Chrono from Chrono Trigger in this game. Yeah, but I mean, I'll take it. It's a Tetsu Nomura, uh, RPG character that is close enough. Like we're 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 in spitting distance. Whatever, give him red hair, and he probably looked like Chrono because he has a Dragon Ball Z face. So they all look the same. Mm-hmm. but i think that first pack kind of set up a tone that wasn't their intention and even like with fighter pack 2, like you know we got sephiroth which i feel like is huge but we also got like min min yeah nobody cared about but then steve was like awesome so like we have like a bit of a mixed bag but i think what happens was you started out super high because i don't think the for in general i feel as though the fighter pass dlc characters Like, the tone was pretty either, like, hype, like, really hype, or, like, medium hype. And then once Byleth came out is kind of when it nosedived a bit in -hmm. terms of excitement. Yeah. And then never really quite recovered from that. So I think people were still, like, anticipating, like, oh, well, Fighter Pack 2, like, there's going to be all these, like, ridiculous fighters. And like I said, we have had that with Sephiroth and, and Steve. But, like, I feel as though people get disappointed when you hear a character like Pyra and Mithra or Byleth or Min Min added because it's not exactly what they wanted, but like it makes sense from a sales and a marketing point from Nintendo's side. So like, I don't know. And obviously it did work because they announced Pyra and Mithra and Xenoblade two sold out in Japan like the next day.
1: Yeah, that, that makes sense.
0: So I mean, you know, yeah, like this is this is a big. This is
1: big for Japan. Like obviously us here in the West, like, you know, Xenoblade just isn't as popular here as it is in Japan. And that's fine. I, yeah. I think that's like we need to recognize that in our, you know, in our disappointment of just like, all right, like, you know, were were the people in Japan really crazy about Steve or about uh Banjo Kazooie? Mm-hmm. Pro- probably not. I mean, I I have no... Obviously, there were probably people there that were excited, but, you know, as far as... For banjo, the, I, I people,
0: you, you don't think people were, were super excited about Banjo?
1: In in Japan? I don't know. This oh, in banjo. Japan? Oh, yes, yeah. in Japan. Same thing with Steve, where it's, like, specifically, like, you know, it's the, it, there's this trade-off. Yeah. You know, and just like uh, Splatoon 3, uh, there are people that... Uh, you know, sorry to get a little ahead of ourselves, but there there's always going to be people that are super excited about something. So I mm-hmm. think that even when we are disappointed like this, we do have to kind of begrudgingly look inward and remember that there are people that love Xenoblade and that are super excited, even yeah. though it, that it doesn't help us. It doesn't make us feel better.
0: <laughs> well, that too. And I, and I feel like with the with the Smash Fighter Pass characters, you're never going to make everybody happy. Yeah. So it's like it's whatever but i'm not exactly excited about them coming to the game hopefully it'll be cool i'm not a fan of the xenoblade series but it's whatever yeah i guess yeah um but what else wasn't did i close out oh okay no it was it was a blue article and i was just like playstation but it's nintendo right here
1: but i so do, i do remember i found it very funny watching the the gra- the the cinematic or whatever the cutscene and it was it was like pretty darn long before it was very clear that it was Smash Bros. And I was like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I told it was before you joined in uh, at this point. But I told other Nick, I was like, man, I'm really surprised he didn't start with smash. And then it's like, oh, yeah. I got invited to smash. I was like, oh, OK, get,
0: Damn. get it out of the way. Um, I don't think <laughs> let's let's breeze through some of the kind of dumb shit that they did, because. So, like, this is the first large direct they did in a while, obviously because of COVID issues and whatnot. But, they man, that's a lot of stuff that really didn't need to be in this direct. And then, like, yesterday they announced something that would have had, like, a really good spot in this direct. Yeah. Like, we got shit like uh, DC Superhero Girls Teen Power. I know y'all were clamoring (sighs) for that. Yay. Y'all wanted that. Y'all wanted Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Can I just say, I'm so frustrated at the bastardization of Plants vs. Zombies.
1: Alright, tread carefully here.
0: I am I am so, because here's the thing. Have you, did you play the original one? Like yes, the original PC, a, Plants vs. Zombies, like the Tower Defense? Yeah, Tower Defense. Super fun game, super great, loved it. And then, like, they tried something different with, with Garden Warfare, and that was cool. But like once it was cool mm-hmm. and then like they just kind of ran with that. And now it's just like it's just not. I don't know. To me, it's just not cool anymore.
1: <laughs> I think like, oh, well, I think it's also just like old, you know. It, uh,
0: yeah. Put it to bed.
1: Yes. There there are some things that are able to have like really good longevity. I don't think plants versus zombies is like one of them. Like, granted, it has been around, like, clearly it's doing something right. The fact that I think this is like the third console game or the third Garden Warfare game or whatever, like the third shooter that they're making of it. And they're like, they're pretty fun. Like, they're all right. They still have like, they still have some tower defense aspects to them. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know... It's just not what it even was. Like Garden Warfare, like that came out like pretty hot and like popular. And it, yeah, it, it like never improved from there.
0: Yeah, let mean, it's, it's weird because it's, it's such a weird game that I feel like when they, they do different stuff for it, it's just I don't know. I don't yeah, don't know. It's, it's weird to me.
1: It is. It, it really is. And I, I do wonder who the the Plants vs. Zombies fans are that are out there or is that it just are clamoring. like clamoring yeah or is it just like parents buying it for their kids like I, I, I really don't know and I, I would love to find out and be educated on it
0: I have no idea um so like that was announced uh, we got some weird ass Star Wars game that we know nothing about besides the fact that it's a Star War um Apex Legends looks like ass <laughs> 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 really like ass <laughs> But like they announced like a lot of like weird shit like that. I mean like Apex Legends we knew about. So like the fact that they like I don't know put that on stream was kind of weird. But then like yesterday they announced Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two HD were coming to the Switch. Yeah. Which I feel like is a more hype thing.
1: It is. I would agree. I that it would it's definitely more hype than DC Superhero Girls uh, Team Power. And uh,
0: what do you mean?
1: <laughs> and Tales of the Borderlands and Stubbs the Zombie. Oh?
0: Don't oh yeah subs the fu- who the fuck who wanted it who wanted it? <laughs> I mean what, like so I mean that was like the kind of like the stupid stuff but, like what other like games that were announced that like excited you because there's a few things that I'm pretty pretty hyped for
1: all right so uh I'm gonna I'm I'm saving the best for last so I'm gonna get knock off some of the low uh low well you talk about Metroid
0: so what do you mean you're saving the best for last.
1: Uh you'll see. Uh Fall Guys ultimate knockout and going to switch. That's fun. Really hope that they have the the cross progression and that it's one account because that would be amazing. I'd mm-hmm. be very sad otherwise because I do have like quite a I I'm just really attached to my skins they, and whatnot They might
0: not because there's no cross progression progression between PC and PlayStation as it stands right now.
1: Yes, but but i will point out that they had like a while back they had like a survey that you could do um like it was like fill out the survey and get five free crowns so of course i did it and one of the things was out like select five features and rank them in terms of how important they are to you and one of them was cross progression so it's like they know about it
0: well yeah of course they know about it
1: like well They know that people are asking for it, you know, like it's not it's not just like like they they're asking the question, at least. Yeah, they're they're talking about it in there. You know, it's a a very small team. So, you know, you can't expect the whole world from them right away. But I that's that's realistic to see cross progression.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: And the other thing. Uh, that really, really excites me is uh, the Mario themed Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons update.
0: Uh, yes. I, 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 don't,
1: I don't care about the Mario clothes. I want that. I want the warp pipe.
0: That's all you want is the warp pipe.
1: I, all I really want is the warp pipe.
0: Not the Mario clothes. Mario clothes is oh, cool. They're, they're I, cool. cool. They're cool. But that yeah. warp
1: pipe, a, a functional warp pipe that'll take you to a different place that that is ama- Like that's an actual it's- game changer.
0: It's cool, but my thing is I look at that Mario stuff and I'm like, unless I make like a like carve a corner of my island out and dedicate it to all the Mario stuff and have it all make sense. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I'm gonna have like a random Mario block in the middle of my island.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Have
0: it be feng shui. I need feng shui on my island and that yes. throws it off.
1: Yes, but and and that's why I like the warp pipe, because it's still, you know, it's basic enough to where it can still what work. you
0: what you could do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm all you, can take this, you can take this idea if you want, you can carve out your little part of the island that you want to make Mario, mm-hmm. and then put the warp pipe, one side goes in there, it's closed oh. off, and the other warp pipe is somewhere else hidden, and you find it, and you're like, oh my god, Mario Land.
1: That's actually really smart.
0: I found it. <laughs> you can't hide from me forever, you Italian rat bastard.
1: Uh, other other small thing that uh made me happy was seeing Splatoon 3. I, I actively enjoy Splatoon a lot. I was a mm-hmm. little little surprised like how soon it is too. It's like early next year. Like it just seems like Splatoon 2 was not that long ago unless maybe it was.
0: I mean, we got three Splatoons in the same amount of time we only got one Mario Kart and yeah. um I mean, there's other games that we haven't gotten information about about as well.
1: I I look at Splatoon 1 and 2 as actually the same as uh, Mario Kart 8 and 8 Deluxe. That's fair. In that Deluxe wouldn't have happened if the Wii U had sold well, and Splatoon 2 wouldn't have happened if if it sold well. Like, Splatoon 2, they couldn't just do it. Splatoon still, because the like Splatoon's fan base was already so into it that they had to make it different enough. Yeah. But yeah, Splatoon two was 2017. All right. So it makes sense. Uh, it I, a I, couple I can, of years. I can it understand years. It. it. doesn't feel like that long. Wow. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. But I'm, um, what I am, uh, highlight of the whole Nintendo direct only the, re, like the redeeming factor of it all for me is Mario golf. Super rush.
0: Oh fuck. Yeah.
1: Cowboy. Wario is dripping over Cow- everybody.
0: Boy, Wario,
1: cowboy, Wario and Bowser looks like, you know, Guy Fieri, which, you know, love that. Mm-hmm. And, but, 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 but it's Mario golf, you know? So, not much you can hate there and i'm really excited to play the speed golf it just looks so chaotic and so the speed
0: golf looks like a shit show and i'm here for it (laughs)
1: yes it looks so so stressful and looks like it's just gonna be so much fun
0: yes no i'm i'm all about that looks great i love the mario sports games yeah they're Um, always so good but I, I don't know if golf would have been my first choice for the return to sports stuff for them. No, absolutely not. I feel like we need either another baseball or strikers.
1: Yes. My God. You you actually don't even know about me and Strikers. So at St. John's, uh in the the Society of Film and Visual Arts, they had a, a GameCube in there, and one of the games okay. that they had were Super Mario Strikers. And like everyone got super into strikers and it got to a point to where we started like keeping our own stats. And since we started tracking the stats, I had a like 117 game winning streak. I literally like, I I never lost a game before we took stats. And I, I carried that out for literally like the entire semester. It was like on the last day that I lost my first game.
0: That's wild. Yeah. Um, so
1: I would absolutely love another Super Strikers. Yes.
0: Need that. Because they're so good. It's such a good game.
1: Oh, the, like all of them are so great. The one on the Wii isn't as good as the one on the GameCube. But well, I blame yeah, motion controls for that.
0: Yeah, I blame motion controls for that. But like, like I said, even like a Mario baseball. I mean, we maybe Ooh. we might get it.
1: I think we will eventually.
0: Because we got Mario Tennis. and We're getting Mario Golf. The only thing left is soccer and baseball yeah and the the
1: switch has a while like they don't release two of the games on the same you know system like there's never two mario strikers on the same (laughs) system so you know we got some time with this the wii u did not get one of either
0: yeah we got mario tennis that came out in 2018
1: yeah but uh because mario baseball has only been gamecube Wii, same thing with uh strikers
0: it's about time we're due for a new one
1: Yes, we are, especially since I believe Nintendo still owns uh, a stake in the Seattle Mariners. I
0: Seattle thought they sold that.
1: I don't know. I saw recently they still own ten percent of the team. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you It'll know. It'll be in the game. Yeah. So they're still interested in baseball. So. <laughs>
0: All right. Cool. I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, but yeah, I I think I would agree with you. That's probably like the biggest thing that I'm excited about from this direct. Um. Cause the only other like huge things that we got and I'll say, I say huge with heavy quotations is uh, we got more details and gameplay for no more heroes three with a release date. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. Uh, you talked about Splatoon three launching next year. We didn't really get much in terms of gameplay or like we got like a little bit, but like we don't really know much about the game.
1: Yeah. All, Um, all that we know is that it's like, it's a post apocalyptic and like a post climate apocalypse that you know, uh cool. in the in the Splatlands.
0: yes yes post-climate tragedy yes uh we got a hades physical release which is cool for people yeah. like me who like buying other games physical um capcom arcade stuff was pretty cool
1: uh famicom uh detective club if you're into Ooh. those uh kinds of I games am. i am as well big phoenix right fan
0: yeah, no, those uh that that game, those both of those games actually look really cool from to me. However, they're a little expensive, so I'm not gonna be buying them at release. No sir. I think I think they're like forty something dollars.
1: Yeah, that's a little much.
0: But like, if you, I think they're like forty or forty five. So we got a price here, Nintendo. Here we go. So I think they're like a deal if you buy both of them, you get them. So like, okay, so they're they're thirty five bucks a piece. But if you buy them like as a pair, I think you get like a ten dollar discount. Mm. So like, I'll get that maybe like when it's on sale, because I don't see this game selling like hotcakes at all. So um, it does look cool, though.
1: One thing that we almost missed because it's not in this uh, list is a uh, Skyward Sword.
0: Oh uh, well, yeah, um, I was gonna talk about that at the end. Okay, I was gonna, sorry. We're gonna wrap it up with this, <laughs> but we can talk about that Zelda stuff now. So yeah, uh, that was very polarizing, from what I could tell. Because mm-hmm. you either love Skyward Sword or you hate it. Yeah. Uh, and most of the people I know who are into Zelda are not a huge fan of Skyward Sword. Do you like Skyward Sword?
1: I like it a lot. I'm. I think I'm going to like it a lot better on Switch.
0: That's fair. That's a fair assessment.
1: I. Th- I feel like the. The one thing that really hurt Skyward Sword was the motion controls. Like yeah. the Wii, the Wii's motion controls were great for a lot of like, you know, for quite a few games. But Legend of Zelda was not one of them. It, sh- it should have been just Wiimote nunchuck and like or, like yeah. you know, and not motion controls. But so just playing it with the pro controller is going to probably make me a lot happier. And Nintendo does have a pretty good track record of improving it a lot the second time around. Uh, Wind Waker is uh, an example of that where uh, Wind Waker on the GameCube like the the sailing took forever that didn't have the the speed sail or whatever. They add mm-hmm. that in to kind of fix that because that was apparently a big qualm with people uh, playing it on the GameCube is that the sailing took forever. It took forever to get anywhere. So they they have a pretty good track record of correcting those kinds of mistakes and making it a better game. So I'm, I'm excited for it. And those joy, those joy cons look fantastic.
0: They do look fancy. I'm not a Zelda fan. You know that. Yeah. Um, they do look fancy. And I think they're, they're very nice. However, I'm actually very sad for for y'all because there's there's just no Breath of the Wild 2 news.
1: I wasn't really expecting it. I, I felt bad for people that were getting their hopes up. You know, I, 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 and I've been making this joke a little bit too much. Maybe I've been saying that uh, Zelda 35 is canceled and it's Mario 36 now.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> Zelda so 35 funny. was this past weekend and they didn't do diddly shit for it. They, like they even like me- like really mentioned it too much.
1: Yeah. And I, I feel like they probably didn't want to because... Th- like it would just bring up a t- like negative attention for not having breath of the wild stuff to share. Mm-hmm. So that that's my only theory on that, but you know, the fact that it's Zelda 35 and you know, there's two new uh Mario things being uh uh Mario Golf and then the Mario themed Animal Crossing stuff and you know, Skyward Sword, so it's 2 to 1. Well, two I guess it could be two to two if you count the Joy-Cons.
0: Yeah. But, two the, to two.
1: but the Mario Switch came out this year, so 3-2 Mario. Mario
0: 36. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, Mario 36 is happening. It's confirmed. <laughs> uh, some <laughs> other things that were actually missing from this direct as well. Uh, no Bayonetta 3 anything Mm-mm. still. Um, and while I wasn't expecting any sort of new Metroid, like Metroid Prime 4 stuff or any other side game stuff, I was holding out hope that we were going to get a, a Prime Trilogy HD release. Yeah. But that wasn't even a thing. So I'm like, damn, that hurts. Because I, I knew we were going to get anything Metroid Prime wise because they were still hiring people in like December. And I at this point, I think I've come to terms with the fact that Metroid Prime 4 or whatever it's going to be probably isn't coming to the Switch.
1: It really might not, because the fact that they had to like scrap the entire game those couple years ago, that that really doomed it a lot.
0: Yeah, so I I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't come to the Switch at all, and like came to whatever their ne- whatever their next console is going to be. Yeah, and that hurts my body and my soul. But uh, I'm just trying to be more realistic. That and hopefully if they over deliver, then I'll be pleasantly surprised.
1: You know, I, I, I will be interested to see the like the longevity of the Switch, especially since it's cartridge based. So who knows, maybe it yeah. will come to the Switch.
0: I mean if if the Switch Pro rumors are true, maybe.
1: I don't know. I don't think
0: like, that I, might add on to the longevity of the of the system.
1: I just feel like that's a very un Nintendo move, a Switch Pro. They've never done anything like that. Yeah, they have. When?
0: The new three D S.
1: Oh, all right handhelds are the ones where they did it. I was thinking of the home consoles got me there. Yeah,
0: the right. the home consoles, all they really did. I mean, they didn't do this for the Wii U, but like, remember like the Wii had a few additions. But if anything, those were more downgrades than upgrades. But yeah, yeah so those, like those were just 3DS. physical
1: changes. Like they had the they had the the Wii Slim, if you remember. Yeah, it, the it was like the, the top loading. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, we uh 3ds to new 3ds where you could play Xenoblade kind of and like that was the only game they came out with that was specific to the new 3ds. Yeah. And the the better 3D implementation. So like, I I think the that one was also like slightly like better battery life and stuff like that too. I don't oh know. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Know exactly remember.
1: As better performances but, and all that stuff. So,
0: I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll just bring out a whole new. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that could also be delayed right now too because of like you know chip shortages like every manufacturer right now that does anything with any sort of silicon right now is like on back order graphics cards automobile automobile makers because they can't get chips for the computers microsoft and sony like nobody's getting anything so like that might not even come this year I i don't think it will personally but yeah so uh but would you like to move on to uh blizzcon stuff
1: yes let's talk about activision blizzard
0: yeah, so BlizzCon was on for all, was all this past weekend, but their opening ceremony is where they did most of their announcement type stuff, like their big announcements. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, and we had some good, like some cool stuff announced. In my opinion, we have a Blizzard Arcade Collection was announced. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a small collection of uh, some of their their classic Blizzard games: so Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, and Rock and Roll Racing, with uh, some. Quality of life improvements, and uh, if you had purchased, I think it was like a Blizzard BlizzCon all access pass or some, some shit like that, that you got it for free, which is really cool.
1: Yes, that's true. Uh,
0: we got some new WoW stuff, uh, Shadowlands patch 9.1, which adding some more story stuff. I'm sure Craig's excited about that because he's oh, yeah. been in his World of Warcraft bag.
1: He he uh, for, was he was quite happy with the uh, World of World of Warcraft editions.
0: Yeah, and then uh, speaking of WoW as well, uh, Burning Crusade is coming to WoW Classic. So for the WoW purists out there, they get to play their their first expansion of their go. You know, what's funny. I was thinking about this when they were talking about the Burning Crusade Classic. How long is it going to take for them just to lap themselves? Because <laughs> at some point, like. It's gonna be like here's like Shadowlands Classic. And it's like that just what? but that didn't come out too too long ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Like, I feel like eventually that's what it's gonna be. Um
1: Yeah, you'd have to imagine. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> yeah. We've got some Hearthstone stuff, for people who like card games. Uh the stuff I'm most excited about is the Diablo stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause they not only announced Uh, the return of the rogue class to Diablo 4, which looks amazing from Diablo 1. Um, They announced the remaster of my all-time favorite Blizzard game, uh, Diablo 2. Yeah. And I am just over the moon for that. Uh, I love Diablo 2 with all of my being. That game is so good. It's one of the first PC games I really like dug into when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing it back along with the uh, Lord of Destruction DLC, or wow. not DLC at that point, Expansion Pass. Yeah. And you can actually flip between old and new graphics. They've redone all of the cinematic trailers, which to me is pretty insane because back then, even if you go and you look up the, the cinematics for that game right now, and think about the time it came out, which I believe was, like, 98 or 99 that mm-hmm. game came out. Like, the cinematics for that game... Oh, sorry, it came out 2000. The cinematics for that game are, like, pretty, pretty, like, amazing considering the time period, like, 21 years ago at this point. I bet. Uh, so I can't wait to see them redo that.
1: Yeah, no, that'd be really exciting.
0: Yeah. So I'm super pumped for that to come out this year. I signed up for the technical test. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the bullshit out of this game.
1: Yeah, I hope I hope you get into it. Or is it one of those things where it's like you you
0: sign up and you're in, or is it? I think, like, I think you just sign up and you're in. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch any of the Overwatch stuff. Did you look into any of that?
1: Yes. So I can run through real quick.
0: So, Go ahead. Cause I'm not, I'm like completely falling off of overwatch. At this point,
1: I am still very like overwatch. I have a deep love for, I always will. So uh new maps, you got Roman, New York. Uh, that's really cool. They, they look nice. You know, I, I love anything New York related. So, you know, happy to see some, like uh, some wall street t- looking stuff. Like, it looks like, you know, it's, oh, it's grand central terminal and whatnot. So it's, it's really cool. It's just looks like where I went to school, so you, know, or where Grace went to school, and I spent my weekends. So uh, there's like a little pizzeria you can go in and stuff. So that makes me really happy. But uh, there's also a new hero, uh, Sojourn. Uh, she has like a railgun. I believe she is DPS. Uh, let me Maybe. try and double check. I she we'll looks it like for it. You. She looks DPS. I'd be shocked if she wasn't. Um. So uh, that's. That's awesome. Uh, they also showed off more about like the single player, which is really cool. There is uh, uh, campaign details as well uh, as far as the actual lore. Um, Overwatch's two campaign centers on the members of Overwatch being brought back together to work out who's behind a second Omnic Crisis. And uh, there is also hero progression. So I'm trying to think of how what to best describe this as there's it's a skill tree yeah it's a skill tree and i think i'm trying to make sure if this is just for the single player if this is also for the online because obviously you know that's a Sounds like a single player thing i would imagine but it's pretty dang in depth so there'll be uh for the pve modes yes so it is not for pvp uh it's just for single player and co-op But it's pretty darn in depth, so you know, you can. There's going to be a lot of replayability with the PvE stuff. And then they also made some changes to some of the characters. Uh, Widowmaker has just like a whole new getup, like, they kind of changed it. They gave McCree a beard. Uh, Reaper is a little bit like slimmer in his design, and Farah also got like a reworking. Like, they. To the untrained eye, they would look They're the very same. subtle. It's it's very subtle. Like I it's said, almost
0: like if you put them next to each other, like the original characters in this one, it's like a Mandela effect thing.
1: Actually, yes. Like it really is. And, you know, I like the biggest difference is that McCree has a beard just to really set the bar of just like And that's something that you could really miss because McCree just looks so natural with a beard. He really does. I mean, yeah. But uh, they, they really went in depth about Overwatch, but not 2021, sadly. sadly. So we don't know when to... Ex- well, we know probably to expect it in 2022. Mm-hmm. But not 2021, sadly.
0: Yeah, I mean, that seems to be a case with a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously, pandemic, working from home, that's just across the board. So
1: pandemic.
0: Yeah. People gotta be more patient. More patient, because it's not going away every time soon. Um, so yeah, that's all cool BlizzCon stuff uh now we got like a shit ton of playstation news
1: yes oh my Uh, god they were
0: just having a field day today
1: yeah, and also um, one thing that we can also start with that I forgot to mention. Uh, have Have you heard about the Sweet Tooth uh, or Twisted Metal show?
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the, the Twisted Metal show was, like, announced, like, what, the day before?
1: Yes, they announced that it is fully, like, it, it is happening. Uh, it was confirmed by Herman Holst, and there was an article from, uh, I think it, no, it was Variety that broke the news. Um, and It is being written and produced by two of the people behind Deadpool and Zombieland, uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. So I feel like great fit already. You know, Deadpool and Zombieland, very, very good fits.
0: I mean, those are there's definitely the right people to have behind it. I just what the fuck would a Twisted Metal show be about? (laughs) So,
1: uh, funny you mention that. They actually have a little synopsis right here. Oh, well,
0: fucking regale me.
1: The show is about a motor-mouthed outsider who is offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the So help, it's Mad Max. With the help of Trigger Happy Car Thief, with, with the help of a Trigger Happy Car Thief, he'll face savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction, and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown uh, who drives an all-too-familiar ice cream truck whom fans of the game will know as Sweet Tooth.
0: This is Mad Max.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. Um, Other people that are attached to it as well are, uh, where is he? He is the producer of Cobra Kai, uh, Michael Jonathan Smith, who uh, wrote for and produced Cobra Kai. And also Will Arnett is an is an executive producer. And uh, there are rumors that he may be the voice of Sweet Tooth. Which not thrilled about that right off the bat. He definitely has like the the deep voice for it. But like Sweet Tooth has a very like rasp, like rat. I'm not even going to try and do it. I
0: don't know is why, it, why. Is it live just action very, or is it Animated. Animated. Okay, I'm a little bit more on board now, oh, but not okay. as much.
1: Yeah, I believe it's animated. It, I guess that wasn't directly clear, but it was just Arnett will voice Sweet Tooth. Let
0: me... See, uh see Twisted video uh, game getting a TV adaptation from Will Arnett, Ree- Rhett Reese, Paul Warnick, and Michael Johnson. <laughs> uh, the action comedy... For, I don't know, it doesn't it's, say it's... It doesn't say either. Arnett will execute produces produ- via his production company, Electric Avenue, alongside with Mark Foreman. P- uh, it doesn't seem like that. It seems like it's live action there, bud.
1: Hold on, hold on. Uh, let, let's see, because I want to see Electric Avenue.
0: I got to uh, walk well, down to hey, Electric Let me stop Avenue before there. we get DMC'd. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I know.
1: if that is the. Uh, Electric Avenue Productions. Um, if that's the people that made Bojack Horseman, uh, which he was oh, obviously the yeah, voice of Bojack that's Horseman, that's you know. Let's see, temporary. So I can't find actually either. It doesn't say live action or animated. I just assumed it was animated.
0: I mean, we might hear about it more this Thursday.
1: Uh, probably. Probably not, but, you know, you never know.
0: Maybe you never know. Yeah, so that's the thing that's coming.
1: Yes. So uh, speaking about this Thursday, big state of play.
0: Yeah. So where's the the image of the thing? Uh, They just tweeted out an image about it today, and it's supposedly going to be a deep dive, quote unquote, uh, on games coming for PS4 and 5
1: yes uh it'll showcase 10 different games and it'll be 30 minutes or so so you know average of three minutes per obviously some over some less than Mm -hmm. uh so what do you think we'll get out of this
0: so we're definitely getting uh some more stuff for rift apart absolutely
1: yeah i feel like that's
0: guaranteed um let me do a quick goog
1: so if I can make a uh, prediction, and this is like a hammer at home, like, you know, if if I could bet, put money on it, I will. We will see more of Kena Bridge of Spirits.
0: We'll probably see more of Kena. I can, I can uh, agree with that. We're probably going to see some information about Horizon Forbidden West.
1: Yeah, probably. Um,
0: I don't think we're going to see anything God of War.
1: No, I agree with that.
0: Because uh, uh, the director himself was actually surprised about the the state of play happening. So he was like, oh, I don't fucking know about all this shit. Yeah, but um, don't
1: don't read too much into that, because Corey Barlog is a frickin troll. He
0: he is. He, but... he could be
1: saying that purposefully just to like just to mess with people. But also at the same time, he knows that everything he says gets overanalyzed, just like what we're doing right now.
0: Oh uh, yeah, so true. He, you're doing he, the exact thing.
1: He's ve- we he is very
0: play right into his trap.
1: Yes, he he loves to just like stir the pot. But he quote tweets anything and everything with just about God of War Ragnarok being like never heard of it, never heard of it. It's just funny.
0: He did say that. <laughs> uh he did say never yeah, he requ he re He retweeted the state of play announcement, never heard of it. Seriously, did not even know this was mm-hmm. happening until I saw the tweet, but I'm looking forward to seeing what uh that scrappy upstart sony has to show <laughs> fingers crossed for a playable half-life 3 demo. So yeah, he's a giant asshole.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't know. Honestly, nothing on my radar. There's nothing that I can think of besides the stuff that's already been announced that we'll hear more about, like I said Horizon Forbidden West. Um there ha- there are some other rumors flying around about horror games. So there
1: there, there is this very specific uh, four words here, including new game announcements. So of that 10, at least two are things that we do not know about.
0: So they're saying it's specifically two?
1: No, I just said the fact that it's plural.
0: So, oh, so yeah, at least two. So yeah, I'm reading the article right now. So time for another state of play. Uh, including yeah, new game announcements and updates on some of the third-party and indie titles you saw last June in PS5 Showcase. Um, well, so I wonder...
1: I, I think it's, we also have a good chance at seeing more of Returnal, uh, which is by Housemark Games, uh, creators of Rezogun.
0: Yeah, we'll probably see some more of that. Is there a release date for that yet?
1: That's a good question.
0: Eternal. At I least think it, it. has a go. window. April thirtieth, twenty twenty one.
1: Oh, my birthday!
0: So very soon. So that could be on the.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see something from it because I don't think we saw a ton of gameplay from it. I don't.
0: Not too too much.
1: I remember. I like. I think we could see a deep. Like this is one where we can see a deep dive. Because I'm trying to see, oh, no, they kind of already went pretty deep into it. So maybe not. They
0: did go pretty deep into it. So it might just be like a little blip, like, hey, guys, this is coming.
1: Yeah, something to make it look really cool. Build, yeah. up, build up the hype. Because, like I said, this like this last like three-month window is, uh, sorry, I say that as if they knew that I said this, as I said in Discord earlier. Uh, the last three-month window is very critical, which is why I'm so confident that we will see Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Because on Thursday, it will be exactly three months away. And that, like that, last three month window is when you get a majority of your pre-orders. Cause and you know, I I just think that we'll see a lot from Returnal and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Probably a grand total of like ten minutes between the two of them, if I had to guess.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. So yeah, definitely Returnal. But yeah, like I said, besides those couple things, maybe Deathloop Loop will see more things about. Ooh.
1: That's a good call. That that that's a good one. Cuz they do they um, do uh they, they do mention third party.
0: But like I'm also kind of not caring about that anymore.
1: Death you you've lost interest in Deathloop?
0: No, 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 no. It's not that I've lost interest, but I feel like I've seen enough that it's it's sold me.
1: I I feel that. I really do feel that. Um you're just waiting for the game to come out.
0: Yeah. And they've already mentioned that the next Gran Turismo has been delayed.
1: Yes, that that was so like, part of the They're not the talking massive, about that either. Yeah, that was pa- part of a massive news dump today.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's, let's see what we get. Because, I mean, like, May 21st for Deathloop seems far away, but, like, we're almost into March Yeah, And, like, March is two months away from May, just in case you didn't know that. (laughs) I I
1: didn't know that. Thank you.
0: Okay, good. Good, 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 good. good.
1: Uh, So, actually, uh, the reason we know that Gran Turismo 7 has been delayed is because Jim Ryan did a interview with uh, GQ, uh, GQ Magazine. Uh, That is where he mentioned that... uh, that Gran Turismo Seven is no longer dated for 2021, uh, and the same breath he kind of mentioned that Horizon Horizon Forbidden West is on track for 2021. So that's really you know you can mark that off. That's a big uh, big check mark. Mm-hmm. It's probably will be coming in 2021. But a majority of this conversation that he did with GQ is all about uh, the PSVR. Uh, yes, the, the headline of it is we're making a completely new VR format for PS5. They are really uh, dumping, really diving into it and then pushing their chips into the table. And there was this one specific quote from the story that I thought was especially uh, good. And uh, it reads as follow. We think there are two themes that you're going to see us capturing the technological progress that has taken place since the present VR system came to market and a considerable considerable amount of lessons learned because the present system was our first one changes will be things like moving to a very easy single chord setup Mm -hmm. with this one and many other similar learnings dev kits are about to go out
0: so with some of the stuff that they talk about it's it's needed changes that uh I would say, are much-needed upgrades from the first-generation PSVR. Because, like, some of the original issues that I had with the PSVR um, were, one, the move controllers were atrocious. Yes. They they did their job, right? They did. Like, PSVR, first-generation, for all-inclusive purposes, was an experiment. Yeah. And, like, they already had a motion controller that they could use to control 3D space, so it kind of worked, right? yeah. yeah. But like as far as VR stuff goes, like if you've used more fleshed out and developed VR systems, a la Oculus, Valve Index, HTC Vive, hell, even some Windows mixed reality headsets, you kind of saw how much of a baby the PSVR was in comparison to these other systems. Yeah. Um, so it seems like they're going more of like an Oculus Quest. Mm, I'll say quest route in the sense of it's a single cable to hook it up to the system. And you're most likely going to have some sort of external camera array on the outside of the headset. That's going to track whatever the new controllers are that we're going to get. So like nothing new in terms of technology, but like definitely a much needed thing for PSVR
1: yeah I think the the key phrase is considerable amount of lessons learned, which means that they're just gonna catch up with everybody we i I think the two things that like, guaranteed we should be seeing regardless like whether it happens or not, like it'll be a huge failure if they don't do these is the cameras on the on the headset itself and then actual like good controllers. Like if it even has like five buttons, that would be awesome. One for each finger. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll see what they're able to really do. And they do also mention uh, they had a uh, PlayStation blog post go out alongside this, uh, mentioning that the new controllers will have uh, some of the features of the DualSense.
0: Yeah, I imagine some of those features are going to be like the adaptive triggers and the uh, the rumble features.
1: Yes. Uh, And they explicitly mention future proof technology. I don't know if that's them just trying to, you know, PR buzzwords. if that. Yeah, if that's good PR buzzword or if that actually is that, like, they see where things are and where they're going. And that is something that is future proof is having like five buttons on one controller Mm -hmm. or just multiple buttons on one controller. So that way you can do the whole finger thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I honestly, I'm very excited to see what they do with this because I'd be uh, quite inclined to get this for my PS5. However, what scares me a little bit is what kind of tech we're going to get. Because it sounds like the tech that they're developing now probably not going to come out for, like, mm, I would say two years. Right? Yeah. Would, the,
1: would, you, would you say that there? I, I, I'd say two, two and a half, maybe.
0: Yeah. So by the time this VR system comes out, how far behind current VR headsets is going to be at that point? Because you already have like, like the Valve Index mm-hmm. uses a completely controller-free system where the cameras actually track your hands, and you don't even need to hold a controller anymore.
1: How does that? How how good is that with the the hands? Like with the fingers? apparently with very the fingers. good Really, <laughs> the
0: the Index is a wild VR system, and I want one so bad, but it's also like twelve hundred dollars.
1: And that that's another part of this discussion as well is the price because the PSVR yeah. headset made a lot of sense. Like, it, it you know, its shortcomings make sense when you put it in the realm that it is only, like, what, $300?
0: Yeah, but $300 for this, I feel like, would be fair for this new one.
1: Oh, yes, I think well, it might be in that ballpark, but at, like, you know, again, that's two and a half years from now, where yeah. we, we don't know what the top end is going to be. So, you know, it... Well, that's the top end
0: right yeah so like we're we're not going for the top end with psvr the 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 main enemy of this vr system is going to be the quest Mm -hmm. and like what they're making now sounds like it's a good rival to the quest too that currently exists but like in a year when oculus shows off the new hardware which they're already working on it's going to be far behind. Like, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's a lot of hearsay. Cause we don't know what we're going to get from this p- new PSVR in comparison, to what we're going to yeah. get from whatever systems it's going against. But I am very much so interested to see what they do with it.
1: Yeah. And we also don't actually know how Oculus quest two is going to progress as well, or just Oculus quest in general, how they're going to progress. Because mm-hmm. I think we might be reaching a point where it's going to be a little stagnant for a minute. Like I think the biggest thing that virtual reality now has to like the next wall is going to be the like the controllers. Yeah. I forget which one you just said didn't have like index. the index index that doesn't require controllers. That's obviously a huge jump. But like after that, like, you know, I, I it's hard to imagine how much farther is really left for improvement, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Beyond just performance
0: so yeah, um we'll see, but uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it
1: well i i you know anyone that's into v r should be like i i'm I'm pretty darn excited for it i'm a little my my wallet is a little scared, but uh, i'll I'll be happy regardless, honestly,
0: yeah, um,
1: I'll work a couple extra shifts to make it happen
0: <laughs> so um i'm just i'm excited for more v r Like competition, because competition is what breeds. uh,
1: Heck heck yes.
0: What the word I'm thinking of? Improvement. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Um, So besides the PSVR stuff, besides the fact that we're getting a uh, state of play this coming Thursday, we also got a nice other little tidbit. Uh, We're getting more PlayStation first party games headed to the PC. Um, They announced today that Days Gone is headed to the PC and other first party games are going to follow. Yeah. Uh, None of those have been announced yet. But I think so. Days Gone isn't the first first party studio game to make it to PC. That would have been.
1: This is now the uh, third, I believe. Death Stranding Horizon.
0: I don't count Death Stranding. Oh, because Sony. I don't think Sony owns Kojima Productions. I think they, they just uh, heavily funded they, it.
1: I think they own the IP though.
0: Well, because they didn't publish it on Let's PC. See. Good point. Good point. Because that's 505
1: games, I believe.
0: Let yes, me see who published Horizon Zero Dawn on Steam. Uh Horizon Zero Dawn Publisher PlayStation Mobile Inc. is the publisher. And developers, Gorilla, whereas Five of Five is everything else in terms of Death Stranding. So this will be like the second, like full, like full in-house studio to make a because Sony Bend is a is a Sony form studio. Whereas like they acquired Gorilla,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so like this is like the to me like the first really organic Sony IP making it to yes.
1: uh, yeah
0: to to PC, which is pretty wild. I don't know what else they're really going to port at this point because I would figure a lot of their heavy hitters, they'd want to keep close to the chest, you know, to to push console sales. However, I would love to see like older collections of games come to PC. Like I would love to see like the Uncharted collection come to PC. Yes. yes. Or like. um, Like maybe some of their their VR games for the PSVR head to PC. Heck yeah. For for people because like VR is already like a niche Thing to begin with so like why not like bring those vr games to pc where other people can play them and enjoy them you know
1: yeah and i think a key thing to to remember when we're looking at the the games that have already been there is like they're, they're already like years old you know uh days gone is going on two years mm-hmm. uh zero dawn was three years when that came out um Death Stranding is like again. Death Stranding is an exception to this anyway, but uh, they they were an exception in that it was like less than a year. I think I don't I don't really know the the time difference mm-hmm. for Death Stranding. Let me see if I can find that.
0: I think Death Stranding was like two years ago. Death Stranding uh, came out in
1: 2019. Yeah, two years ago. Okay, so it, it was a and. It came out in July of 2020, so it w- it wasn't even a full year.
0: Well, July of 2020 for PC. Yeah,
1: for PC. Yeah, I'm saying it yeah. wasn't even a full year gap.
0: Yeah. Whereas and- that gap
1: has been two and three years for... Days Gone, and Mm -hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn, respectively, which is a reason I think I've seen a lot of people on social media as, you know, people will freak out about anything, but now people are like, oh, I can't believe Sony's doing uh, this to us. Why should I even own a PS5? Do you really want to wait three years to play Horizon Zero Dawn?
0: Yeah, like, I I would say, yeah, Death Stranding is the only game that has, like, the smallest gap. Yeah. And, like...
1: I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again from a PlayStation title.
0: Yeah. And like Horizon Zero Dawn was kind of a shit show when it first launched on PC. That's true. Like I'm also kind of nervous about Days Gone. But like it's kind of silly because you don't necessarily have to be like, well, why do even need a PS5? Because a PS5 is about like a third of the price of a good gaming PC. Yes. So like. Yes, it's 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 not for the gamer who can afford both. Right, like I don't have an Xbox Series X because I have a PC. But if I didn't have a gaming PC, guess what I would have? An Xbox Series X
1: <laughs>
0: to play the games that I want to play. Yeah. So you know, it's it's just about um, having the accessibility, and when you have more of your games accessible to a larger audience It's it's better for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I would like to point out since you mentioned it, the Nathan Drake collection is now going on 6 years old. So, yeah. you know, it's that that's a pretty good contender.
0: At this point it's like that's not moving systems, it doesn't matter.
1: Exactly. And yes, that that is the point that I actually wanted to make with this in that Horizon Zero Dawn and Days Gone are no longer really making an impact on the, like, on it, their exclusivity is no longer making an impact. So why not put them on PC where they can get this pretty substantial boost and, like, get a second wave from it?
0: Yeah, because you figure now, too, is, like, that's going to give more money to the studios to make more games. Exactly. So, like, it's just, it's if it, anything, it's it's pro-consumer and it's better for the studio. Cause now the studio has more money yes. and like, I don't think you'll ever see a day and date release. Like you would never see Yo. like Ratchet and Clank ship on PS5 and PC at the same time.
1: No, the only time you would ever see that is with some like small indie games that some of the, uh, the, the studios make like Sony Santa Monica has their hands in a ton of small indie games, like fat princess. If you remember, uh, yeah. Ho, hokum a uh, whole bunch of other ones like that. Journey was one as well. I think if they go back to, to focusing on those, like prioritizing those level of games, then those are kinds that could be day and date, but even then they really prioritize Indies. So yeah, not even so, a guarantee I mean, there. So it'll, don't it'll
0: get bent out of shape. Yes. It's all good.
1: It, it, it really is. And this isn't something that you need to be worried about. Um, like even Detroit become human. How long was the the gap for that one? That was at, that, that was a full not year. Even good. And again, wait, what'd you say? That
0: not, that's that game's not even good. It's all right. It's all right. Fuck it, David Cage.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's an asshole. Actually, yeah. I, at least at least I, I think he is. I don't I don't remember. Fuck him. B- regardless. <laughs> yeah. So don't don't worry, don't get banana shape. You're ne- we're never gonna see Ghost of Tsushima or Spider-Man on P on PC, at least not for a very long time.
0: Yeah, not right away. Yeah. And honestly, if they ported Ghost of Tsushima, I'm fucking buying it.
1: Yeah, I I I would support that. I would be like, yes, and I'm excited Hell for yeah. you. Because
0: this game's gonna be wild. Yeah. Um God. so yeah. Uh, I'm super excited though for the state of play this week only because it's like there's no to me there's no expectations going into it and that's always what makes it more exciting and that's kind of where my excitement for the nintendo direct kind of fell off because it's like after being away for so long and having all these games announced that like should be getting talked about at this point like bayonetta three should be getting talked about and it's not it's like it's hard to not be disappointed (laughs) But like, know. you know, with Sony. It's like, who, who knows what we got? Cut, cut them know. some
1: slack. They have a backlog just like the rest of us.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> they can eat a butt.
1: But but yeah, and PlayStation typically does a pretty good job with controlling that hype and expectations. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm pretty darn excited because they're like, they're saying the right things to keep us excited, but not over the moon.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because like they're so. saying
1: it's just ten games, you know. Don't it's, not, it's
0: don't <laughs> it,
1: indies third party, you know. And I think Corey Barlog coming out being like, "Yep," the, the I think Corey Barlog is actually being genuine where he's like, "Yeah, no, it, God of War is not there." Yeah. So I think I, th- I think I think this might be a really great state of play. And it, honestly, they could end up making the Nintendo Direct look really bad. Just saying. Yeah, mm, that's true. Cuz I mean they we'll already they already look bad.
0: We'll we'll find out in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it in a week anyway. We'll we'll find out in like 2 days. <sighs> I but, can't wait. Uh, yeah, so that's all the things on our list to discuss unless you had anything else you wanted to bring up. No Dormant. sir. All righty then. This has been the Bento Box Gaming podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, leave us reviews on your podcasting uh, streaming service of choice. You can always send us some feedback at bentobegaming at gmail.com. You can follow us on our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, bentoboxgaming, bentobgaming. We actually had uh, hops and stocks number nine the other night uh, on our Twitch channel, uh, bentobox underscore TV. Shout out to... Uh, all of our contestants who played in that, and special shout out to Bad Boy Ray for taking the top spot. Heck yeah, dude is insane. Uh, had the bracket reset. Well, Sparky uh, pork and Beans reset the bracket. Took him to uh, dead ass finals and just completely, completely held his own. So great job by you. Um, if you want to find more stuff from me, you can find me on Twitter at the mechanic at t h e m e c h a n i c k. Uh, I'm streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BB underscore Pepperoni Chan, mostly Apex. I'm going to be putting out a streaming schedule in the very near future and kind of like a breakdown of what I'm going to be exactly doing. So there's all that fun stuff. Jordan, where can the people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and I almost said Facebook. What's the third one? Twitch. Twitch. (laughs) I, I deactivated my Facebook.
0: LinkedIn. You, hire me
1: technically you can yeah <laughs> uh twitter instagram and twitch all at jordan malik j-o-r-d-o-n-m-a-l-i-c-k uh so follow me on all there all those johns uh you can find my ramblings on uh on twitter mostly and then on twitch i stream uh i've been doing decent on the once a week i uh since since the puppy's been uh, i've kind of fallen off it a little bit so I'm hoping to get back on it. And you know, now that I'm into apex, we can stream apex together. Yeah. That, that that should be fun.
0: For sure. For sure. For sure. Cool. Well, again, thank you all for listening to us this week. Shout out to danger wolf for supplying the intro and outro music. As always, check him out over on SoundCloud and YouTube. Listen to some of the bang and stuff he's working on. And until next week, Join us for where we beg Sony to port Gex to the PC. Have a good week, everybody.